to be who I came to be so that you can see it's okay to be who you came to be. And if you want something new, you got to do something new. Remix. You got to drop a new beat. Remix. Right? You got to shake up your snow globe. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey, y'all, welcome back or welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are going to do, we are going to pop off a little three-part series. As y'all know, I'm in this transitional period, okay? I am no longer Yes and Judy Holler, okay? Yes and with Judy Holler has been the name. The show actually started as The Fear Boss Show. If you've been around, we'll be four years old in January. So if you've been around, we're about to hit a million downloads, y'all. And I think this podcast is going to start growing even faster on the other side of this transformation that will be revealed November 15th. So hang tight, hang tight, hang tight. So much is coming. But we started as the Fear Boss Show and then it became Yes Sand with Judy Holler, but we're not her anymore. And I'm not quite ready. I'm not, well, I am her. I am where we're going. I just, we're building, right? We There's a lot that goes into rebranding an entire brand and reworking an entire show. There's like music and show flow and interviews and just how you're going to line up the show. And we have to shoot new cover art and get that art edited, just like there's so much shit, y'all. So we're in this transitional period. And I thought, okay, so I've got like one, two, three, four episodes before the new era tour, if you will before the show gets really motherfucking holified, right? It's starting to become holified. Now, listen, if you are new here and you have not, or if you're an OG and you have not went back and listened to episode 196, go back and listen to episode 196 titled, I'm blowing up the podcast. Because then you'll understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I'm blowing up the podcast. I'm blowing up my life. I'm blowing up my brand in all the good ways, baby. I am burning down this old version of myself, this scared version of myself, this corporate Barbie version of myself, this basic version of myself, and waking up who the fuck I was born to be. I think our job in this world is to be who we were born to be, like be who we came to be. And my girl Tara Renzi, who's a fellow keynote speaker, wrote a whole book on that. It's awesome. It was like the last thing her, it's adorable, or her book is titled Be Who You Came to Be. And her grandma when she was passing away, wrote a letter to her son, her oldest son. And the last line was, you know, if you do nothing else in this life, just be who you came to be. Oh, we'll link up to Tara's book in the show notes. But like, think of all the people walking around and maybe you're one of them. I was one of them. I was a fucking zombie for a few years. <laughs> a fucking scared zombie, right? For a few years. Think of all the people listening right now. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone you know, someone you love who is walking around this beautiful life that goes so fast and is so short and is so beautiful, who isn't being who they came to be, who isn't being who they be, isn't, who isn't being who they should be, right? What a fucking waste. You know, we got to wake that up. We got to wake that up. And I think that's it. I think that's my assignment. You know, without saying too much about where I'm going, I think that's the assignment God gave me. Universe source, spirit, whatever you believe in. Like, I think that's my assignment to be who I came to be so that you can see it's okay to be who you came to be. I mean, fuck y'all. I'm 47 years old. I'm a 47 year old white woman who literally is like, yeah, I think I'm going to be, guys, I don't know what's happening. And again, if you haven't listened to episode 196, go listen to episode 196. But I'm like, y'all, I think I'm like becoming, I've been doing this stuff secretly writing, 
beats and raps and musicians and loving all this stuff and boom boxes and like mixtapes and just like, this was like who I was when I was eight, right? And this like side of me that I've been keeping dormant for so long, but I'm like, y'all, I think at 47, I'm a, I think I'm going to become like literally, I'm a 47 year old white woman living in Arizona. And I go, I, I think I might be becoming spoken word artist, motivational rapper. I don't know what's happening here, but it is popping off, right? It is so much fun. And I say that to people and people are like, oh, cool. Of course. Like, of course you are. Especially when you, this is how I knew it was right. When I looked at my bestie, specifically Jody, and who comes in tonight, by the way, I'm going to try and get her. I want to record an episode with her because I just think we need, and my other girlfriend Kim's coming in too. But anyway, I digress. I want to get these girls on the show. Wouldn't it be fun? Would you guys, like, I think it'd be so dope if you, we just like had, I think we need to have a spicy margarita. I think the three of us, we need to sit around and have a margarita and record a show. Wouldn't that be a fucking vibe? Anyway, these girls have known me since I was 18. So when I said to Jody, I was like, girl, because like Jody and I, I don't know if you knew this. See, this is what I want to talk to her about on the show. Like we kind of got into it a little last year. I mean, we've, we're sisters. We've known each other. I mean, she's like the love of my life. So is Kimmy in like female form, right? Like they're just my fucking loves, right? And they don't fucking bullshit me. They're like, they have seen it all. They know me. They've known me from, they've known me from, they've known me, right? And like Jody and I kind of got into it last year a little bit. Like we were having some serious friction and it really came down to, she's like, what are you, like, it was like, she didn't understand I don't know. It's interesting. She just will call me on my bullshit. She's like, I don't understand who you're being. Like, what is this? Like, it was like, I, she's like, I have a hard time. This fucking hit. She goes, I have a hard time watching your stuff. Like, she's like, I have a hard time. Like, I can't, it's not, it's not hitting girl. It's, I don't know who this person is. And like, she's like, and then we also had this thing where she's like, and this was valid. She's like, you know, I'm finding out things about you on Instagram before I'm finding them out of, from you. Like, what the fuck's that? You know? And I'm like, okay, heard that true that. Right. So, you know, that was an easier edit to make, but like the one that was like soul shifting was like, I can't listen to your shit. Like, I don't, who, what the fuck is going on? You know, like you write homeboy and you're doing all this stuff. It's like, let's fucking go. And of course you're improv. Like you're doing wild stuff. That's who you are. Shy town. Let's go be on stage. You're a speaker. But all of a sudden, like, what is this? Who? It was like, it was like a disconnected, like, what I was portraying in the public and then who I be in my core, they weren't matching up. And I think my besties and the people closest to me saw it first. And I, and Jody was brave enough to fucking tell me, well, it just, I could tell, I could just tell, you know, I could feel it. You know, you just, I am so intuitive. I'm so intuitive anyway. It's just who I am. It's in my DNA. It's the way I was born. Truly. Like it is, I am a very intuitive person. I'm so deeply affected by energy and I can feel it through a phone. I can feel it through an Instagram. Like I know she's watching. So why is she not reacting? And I could just tell. And then even when we'd get on the phone, you could just feel it. So anyway, it was a big wake up call for me. And here's how I know where I'm going is right because Jody is my fucking bullshit meter. And so is my husband. And, you know, Noodle, of course, and a lot of my, my peeps around me, but my besties, my homies, my OGs, my ride or dies from Missouri State, baby, from 1994. For, they are going to tell me because I'll see it on their faces. And when I told Jody who I believe I came to be and what I believe I am and how I think I want to remix, because that's what we're going to talk about today, my life for the next 10, 15, 20 years, she was like, fuck yeah, of course. Like that is who you've always been. And it's so funny. I just said to my team yesterday, I go, my book, Homeboy, the book I wrote before I got scared, before I thought like, 
I was going to get drugged before the world shut down with COVID, before all the PTSD, before fucking cancel culture and hate culture and troll culture and everybody's afraid and offended culture. Like, let's just call it what it is. It has stuffed so many creatives into a fucking box. Like that book that I wrote from this essence of who I am, it was a fucking download. I can remember the way I felt when the idea for Homeboy came to, I, like I was a full body, fuck yes. It was a full body feeling, okay? That book is so me. I feel like that book is more me now with the new keynote and the new vibe and this rebrand. We're working on my website. We're remixing the podcast and you're going to see these changes start to come out, right? And especially my new keynote, my brand new talk that I've done nine times now nine times now, it has not not received a standing ovation, which is doesn't, it's not the end all be all that you've got a good talk, but it's a really good sign that I'm on to something great, right? And my spin business is higher. I'm getting like one talk is turning into really interesting opportunities in ways that I never saw. I'm attracting different clients and different collaborations and different ways to make money now, which is very interesting. But the whole reason I'm telling you that is my book, Homeboy, makes more sense now for the work I'm doing on stage than it did when I was like, like, I just imagined someone in my audience, they saw my, and my talk was dope. Everyday improviser was fucking great. And literally that talk started, actually, it was called Fear is My Homeboy. And then I, you know, got scared, changed the title. And I, I don't know, I don't know. I listened to the wrong people. I had a lot of bad advice around me, let's be honest, for quite too long. And I was trying to please people that I really didn't like, to be frank, in the long run. It's just a whole fucking thing. Read my book. It's, it'll come out soon. Next book, book number two in the works. It really is. I just got to get my life together. But I can just imagine someone sitting in my audience. They've heard Everyday Improviser and they saw the improv and cool. Like Fears My Homeboy doesn't like, like those things like fine. It doesn't really come up in that talk. Not that I'm talking about Fears My Homeboy in this talk, but the reason I'm telling you this is I can just imagine someone in my improv talk going, oh fuck, like what? And they see I have a book called Fears My Homeboy. They're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Now someone's in my talks, no doubt about it. They're like, of course she has a fucking hot pink book called Fears My Homeboy. Like, let's fucking go. Put 10 in my shopping cart. It's interesting. This book continues to sell hundreds of copies a week from Kindle to audio to direct sales to Amazon sales. Like this book continues to grow. And I think it's because it connects so much more to me now because I am being so much more me now. I am being who I came to be. And I think this hollow way of life, this hollified vibe that I am waking up, this eight-year-old Judy who is now sitting at every board table with me, decision-making table with me, like we are operating to this sort of algorithm, this hollow way of life, if you will. And it's really what I'm teaching on keynote stages now. And I'm going to teach it to you in a three-part series today. We're going to talk about the remix remix because I'm in the middle of it. I have to tell you what happened yesterday because I need you to remix something. Your homework assignment is that I'm going to need you to remix something on the other side of this episode because I'm fucking done listening and I bet you're done listening. We need to move. I need you to move. If you want something different, you have to do something different, right? So we're going to talk about that today. Next week, we're going to talk about flow because that is the next big idea in this hollow way of life. And then we're going to part three, week three. So in a fortnight from this episode, in two weeks from this episode, we're going to talk about pressure and diamonds and what that looks like because that's how you really get hollified. There's this algorithm that will be revealed on the first episode of the brand new podcast dropping on November 15th. And then after we do this episode, the next two, there's one more. So there's four before our new launch on November 15th. I'm going to end with like a sort of a goodbye ceremony for this podcast. I don't know what the fuck that's going to look like, but it just feels right to do. Like even when I take my hair extensions out, we do a little ceremony 
we do because it's like once a year, right? I have like one row of hand ties put in the back of my hair because I just like that volume, baby. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I mean, I fucking live for it. I think getting my eyebrows, here's the two things that have changed my life beauty wise. I would say literally getting my eyebrows microbladed. Are you kidding me? It, I grew up in the 90s. I had no brows. They were like blonde and faded away. Anybody else, if you get a good microblader, oh God, it changed my face. I look different. If we ever hang out, just tell me. Just be like, come. if you ever see me in real life, go, hey girl, show me the before and afters of your eyebrows. You would shit your pants, okay? Like a different human. And then I, my hair, my her, my her, baby. My her, I get a, a, get a row in and it is a vibe, okay? So when I pull these out, they've been with me for nine months. We got to bow down. We got to thank her for all the opportunities, all the places we've been, all the conversations we've had. Like we honor that, right? And we've been together for four years. It'll be four years in January, almost a million downloads. And I know that with this new focus and this new direction and this new brand and the new evolution, the new brand, fuck the new brand. It's fucking me. Like I'm like a new brand. No, basically I'm going to be who I came to be. It's going to be me. We're going to get holified around here, baby. And we're going to talk about the hallway of life. We're going to fucking make moves, right? It's going to be a whole thing, right? But we have to honor where we've come from, okay? We have to honor where we've come from. The show started as the Fear Boss show. It became the Yes And show. And now we're continuing to evolve. So that's what we'll do on November 8th and then the 15th. So today's remix, next week flow, the week after that pressure diamonds, the week after that, goodbye, thank you, and hello. We're going to sort of honor where we've come. And then the 15th, we pop off, baby. Okay. We pop off. It's going to be fun. A quick pause to shout out Advocare, our podcast sponsor. Y'all, if you haven't peeped Advocare's products, please go to the show notes and check out all my favorites. My God, the Harmony, the probiotic non-GMO kombucha is like my new afternoon little ritual. I just had my team at my house and I sent them home with a bunch. We are obsessed. And guys, anytime you go shopping for Advocare, you, it is direct to consumer. So you can go shopping, but don't pay full price. <laughs> Use my code HOLLA, H-O-L-L-A, at checkout to get discounts and support this podcast because you do. And please take me up on the offer of getting some free Advocare sent to your house. We will literally ship Advocare right to your front door. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes, screenshot it, email it to me. I do look at these at hello at judyholler.com and we will send you Advocare right to your front door. Again, Holla at checkout gets you discounts and thank you Advocare for the love. Go check them out. They support this show. So today let's talk about the remix. And, you know, I kind of told you about Jody and, you know, my bestie and, you know, I just, I'm not connecting and all this stuff. And, you know, my book feeling disconnected from work. And listen, I feel like when you are stuck, when you're in a rut, when you are out of alignment, if you're in stale conversations, if you feel unseen, if you feel sad, nothing is broken, nothing is wrong with you. You just need a remix. You've been standing in the same place for way too long. And if you want something new. You got to do something new. Remix. You got to drop a new beat. Remix. Right? You got to shake up your snow globe. And a remix can be low key, right? We can start small. Remixes have the vibe. So remixes can feel like fear experiments and fear experiments can be remixes. And remixes, just like fear experiments, they can go a lot of different directions, right? I mean, because you're always culminating new experiences in your life, right? Because you're going to be different every day that you wake up. And really, truly, 
a remix, you never really stop. You should never really stop remixing because if you stop remixing, right, trying new things and exposing yourself to new situations, you will get, this is when we stop remixing, we get stuck, right? So it's really important to be considering very seriously the strategic decision that is a remix, personally and professionally. Like I always think like when I'm the crabbiest to my husband or the most stressed out or the most overwhelmed and I'm like short and snappy, like I'm always like, okay, there is something I'm not doing for myself, right? Like what do I need to shake? Like what isn't working, right? So like when things aren't working, right? When we're stuck, when we're stressed, when we're in stale conversations, we need to we need a remix. Nothing's wrong with you. You just need to remix. So if I'm snapping at my husband, it's probably because I'm overwhelmed. So can I take a look at my schedule and remix something? Can I stop starting work at 7am and maybe take from seven to eight and do something different, which I've started doing and it's incredible, right? Can I find a new place to work? Can I leave my home office once or twice a week? Can I redecorate my home office? Like remix, like how do I bring, if I'm stressed, what is a remix that needs to happen to own why I'm stressed, right? And some of these can feel like fear experiments because they are pretty scary. The remix isn't going to be comfortable. So I have to tell you. So again, I'm in the middle of a massive, massive remix right now, really being who I came to be and waking up eight-year-old little Judy. And it's so fucking fun. And it's so fucking scary. And it requires a lot of there's been a lot of deaths and I mean like proverbial deaths, right? There's a lot of like, I had to kill a lot of darlings. There's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to have to sunset, things that are going to go away. You know, I had a ceremony for my old talk, everyday improviser. Like she had been with me for five years and it has evolved over those five years. But boy, that talk, just once I got that talk down, it built my speaking career and I had to say goodbye to her and I had to lay her to rest. And there was, you know, a, an experience that happened there. There was a, an honoring of that work so I could step into where I'm going next. And I think this is, this is an important thing to consider as well, because it's not going to feel easy to remix. And yesterday I had that seismically in like a very sort of personal style way. So I am... I'm holifying my life and my wardrobe and my look, right? Like stepping more into, because I'm kind of what was living between these old, these, this old world and this new world. And my closet, my actual closet was full of all this crap, like crap. I shouldn't say that. All this beautiful stuff. But a lot of it felt like crap. It was weighing me down. Like whether it was a pair of earrings or a pair of shoes that I just, like a pair of Valentinos that I could just not let go of because they're fucking Valentinos. And I was like, oh my God, I own Valentinos or a pair of Jimmy Choo's. And I'm like, oh my God, Jimmy Choo's. But they're not my vibe. That's like corporate Barbie. That's like old Judy. It's not my vibe. It's not who I am. It's not where I'm going. It's not what I'm doing. But I can't get rid of them. So they're in my closet and I'm looking at them and it's dragging me down. It's holding me back. It's, you know, even like little earrings, like old star earrings I would used to wear. Like even a lot of like, I still, I will always love a disco ball, but boom boxes are becoming my new disco ball because like, it's really for me always been about a boom box. And so it's so funny. Like there are things in my closet, like big puffy pink dresses. And I'm like, oh, I love this because it's pink and it's like, but I'm living between these two worlds. And so my team comes out to my house yesterday. So here's the whole reason I'm telling you this. Remix. So whether you're remixing something for yourself personally, or you're remixing your office or something in your home or the drive you take to the grocery store, like there's all kinds of ways we remix. And the big remix I had to go through recently was my entire look, okay? Because it needed holification, okay? It needed to be holified. And it was living between these two worlds. Old, everyday improviser, yes, and corporate Barbie Judy, and like holla, 
Judy motherfucking holler. Booty, Judy, booty, fresh and fruity. Like who I am in my core, who I came to be and where I'm going. Like we are two different people, right? And that is scary as shit because you have to let go of like a lot of stuff that you tied yourself to, but what you don't realize, and even if it's a pair of earrings, a bag you're looking at, if it is in your closet and in your physical line of sight, it is sending signals to you. It is talking to you. So when I step in my closet and I feel like, where do I do and where do I go and what the fuck do I, no wonder I don't know what to wear because my closet isn't reflective of who I came to be and where I'm going. It is pulling me back and holding me back. And to be frank, I would step in my closet and be like, oh fuck, never mind. Like maybe I go here and I'll put on this safe thing or, you know, I just would feel chaotic and overwhelmed and stressed out and I didn't know what to do. And well, no wonder because there's too much shit. There's too much chaos. There's too much old energy holding me back from going and being and saying and stepping into and wearing what I want to be and who I want to be and where I want to go. So I have this like situation where I do a book signing at my hair salon and my, it was so great. Hainsworth, shout out Tara. Uh, she just came through speaker school, baby, which is so fun. The gal who owns the salon and does my hair and they did a, a fierce, my homeboy book signing. And she did a whole book club with all her girls that work for her. And they brought me in to do like this little like Friday night cocktails and fears, my homeboy conversation. And I was like working with my team, my creative team, they're based here in Arizona house of nectar shout out. Like, I was like, okay, what do I wear? We're so they're like, just put on some stuff and send us pictures. And I was like literally flailing. I could not figure it out. So finally we got an outfit and we did this whole thing. And I bought this like dope ass boom. It really kind of popped off with this boom box purse. So I have two boom box purses. One is a Machino vintage that I got from Vintage by Misty here in Arizona. If you're ever in Old Town, you have to go to Vintage by Misty. It's one of the best vintage stores. She curates the most fabulous fucking stuff. But anyway, this Machino, little gold, it can probably fit a phone and a fucking lip gloss and a credit card. Like it is a going out purse, right? It is like not your like everyday purse, but it was like gold chain, gold boom box. And it was in the window for months, months, months. And I finally looked at my husband. I go, I got to get that fucking boom box. That's what I want for my birthday. So I got it for my birthday in May and I love it. And then I also got this other boom box purse by Megan Fabulous and it can be carried as a clutch or it could be like crossbody. There's a chain, right? And so these two boom boxes are like the vibe. So I buy, so I have the Machino one, but then I have the one from Megan Fabulous. That's a little more, I can fit more than just a phone and a lip gloss and a credit card in it. I can fit a couple of things in it, right? It's still a clutch, but it's got more room. So I'm like, ooh. So I'm trying on all these outfits. We finally settle on this one outfit. And I go, well, hold on. Let me grab my boom box to see if it works. And I held the boom box. I'm like, perfect. Like the boom box was the measure, right? I'm like, okay, this feels fucking holified. This feels like me. The girls are like, that's you. But I had all these other six outfits. So we picked the seventh one. I had all these other outfits. And I literally said to them, I go, guys, I need help. Cause, and they were like, Judy, we need to help you. Like, cause they're like, you were between these two worlds. Like, I'm kind of scared <laughs> of your style choices right now because, you know, this, like, it shocks me that you would even think to wear this dress. Like, this is so, like, not how we even see you or envision you. So, what is pulling you to that? So, like, we need to tap into this and understand. And so, I got the girls out and they came out yesterday to my house, literally yesterday. This is that fresh. And, we literally like, and I even cleaned my closet out for them. I'm like, this is going to be perfect. We'll probably take 10 things out. And like, they're going to be so proud of me. Guys, 80% of what was in my closet is gone. To give you perspective, my, I have a shoe holder that goes like from floor to ceiling. Okay. We had California closets come in and give me a little closet vibe check when we moved into this house. Cause there was like literally no closet in the master. Like it was just a room with some bars. So we put it in 
closet, okay? And I have this like floor to ceiling shoe rack. So does my husband. And I think each side, it's on either side of the closet and they hold like 35 pairs of shoes. Do you want to know how many shoes are left in that rack? I mean, yeah, the Valentino's gone. Jimmy Choo's, she gone. She gone. I have like one, two, six, seven, eight, eight. And then three pairs of house shoes that are only allowed in my house. Like they're like Birkenstocks. Like I can't wear Birkenstocks out into the wild. Like they're for the house. They're the Birkenstocks fuzzy slippers. Like, you know, just little flippies for the pool. Like some of that stuff. And it sits like kind of near our little pool area. But like it's kicks. One pair of crazy Steve Madden stilettos with spikes on the back for our podcast cover photo shoot, which literally you can like, they are dinner shoes and stage shoes and panel shoes. Like they're not like going out shoes. So I need going out shoes. And like that should give you perspective. I had this one section of my closet that had dresses, like, you know, that's long that you can hang long stuff. It probably had 60 things in it, pants, dresses, skirts, like things that are long. Oh, there's 15 hangers. Gone. She gone. She gone, baby. Sequin suits, the cupcake, sequin skirts. I mean, she gone. So my husband, so my husband sees this is happening. So I sent him a picture. He's like, oh my God. And he calls me. He's like, are you okay? Like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think I'm okay. He's like, just how about this? So he's like super nervous for me. And I mean, it's good, but I had to get it out of my closet. I had to get it. Like I even like, okay, so let me back up. I'm going to come back to the boom boxes because this is like one of my favorite parts of the whole story. Guys, the remix isn't always going to be comfortable. And sometimes we need people from the outside to wake up what's on the inside and remind us of what's on the inside. And there was so much holding me fucking back in this closet. Like, so I wake up today and I go in my closet. Guys, like six pairs of shoes, maybe 15 racks on the dress. And then like, there, I have my suits and my jackets. I probably have 10 jackets, 10 suits left, like suit sets, 10 jackets. You know, I mean, it's just, it's minimal. Maybe 20 different shirts to choose from, minimal. But it's awesome because it makes me like I walked into my closet this morning. I was like, like, yes, I need to buy a couple pairs of shoes, but it's going to be small and simple. And the girls are like, you don't need a fucking Valentino to be stylish. You don't need to spend all this money on like Jimmy Choo's to be like, you know, you don't need me dripping in Louis Vuitton. Like style is about who you are and how you feel. And, you know, to say a lot, it really takes a little. And it's all about having the right things in your closet. So when you do put things together, they are always you and our measure coming back to the boombox. So it's bare in a good way. I woke up and I went into my closet and I was like this morning, I mean, you guys, even my jewelry, so much old stuff. I've got it in a big caboodle. So I'm going to give some to my niece, Kylie, and I'm going to sell so much stuff. And my husband was freaking out. So we kept it in. He's like, just be careful. You're not going to, what are you going to do with all this stuff? He's like, you're not going to give it away. I'm like, no, no, no. So we put it in the back closet in our guest room and I'm going to wait until January. And just, you know, I got to do a ceremony for all that stuff. There's so many memories tied to, to a lot of that stuff. And then I'll probably take it to like my sister's closet, like consignment and I'll sell some of it. And I mean, it's beautiful stuff, you know, like beautiful stuff that I've worked really hard for, but it is holding me back. And yes, it's beautiful stuff. It's, but it's not who I came to be. It's like a fake version of me. It's like me trying to be like dress up. Like, I don't know. It was like me thinking I would see other speakers or people wearing these things and using these things. I'm like, oh, well, that's what I need to do then. I want to be like her. If I want to go be on that stage, I should wear these Valentinos. So I'm gonna go get some Valentinos. I'm like, is that even my vibe? No, it's not my vibe. So the boom box. So the closet's clear. The girls and I, they just look at me. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fucking great. And I'm the, one thing about me is I'm fucking ready. Like I am in it. I know who I came to be. I have woken up this beast. Like Hall is here, right? So I know what it takes. And I know the remix isn't easy. And I know this is going to be hard. And I know I'm going to have to kill some darlings and let go of some old baggage and people and 
there's just things that are going to have to go away and the boom box. So I have these little shelves in my closet and I told you about my little machino purse that fits lip gloss and a phone. And I told you about my little Megan fabulous boom box that I love the whole vibe, the way we ended the day. They're like, basically here's the deal. Whether you are going to a gala, you're on a panel, you're on the stage or you're fucking going to Whole Foods, or Trader Joe's or Sprouts or wherever you shop, you know, the motherfucking Acme, whatever your vibe is. They're like, if like you can hold that Megan Fabulous boombox and it works, it's a vibe. Like the boombox should work with every single outfit. They're like, it should work with every outfit. And I'm like, and you know, and a lot of people don't realize like when you have a public image and a brand, you know, imagine running into me in the grocery store and I am like, like, you know what I mean? Imagine seeing someone that you take in one way online and then you see them in the wild and you're like, what the fuck? She's in fucking like, and I love burger sacks, but it's just, it's not my vibe. I, I can wear them around the house. They're so comfortable. Maybe like walking around my neighborhood and stuff, but like, it's really not my vibe, right? Like I don't camp. I'm not, it's not what I do. We'll go up into the mountains, but maybe we're glamping, right? Like we're up in the mountains in a cute little place. Like I'm so fucking bougie. <laughs> I'm so fucking bougie. Like, come on, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not going to camp. There was like a second we were considering moving to Denver and I fucking love Denver. We, my oldest stepson lives in Denver. I love Denver. I've got some peeps to listen in in Denver. It was cute. I told my best friend, Jody again, Jody, my bullshit meter. I was like, yeah, well, we're kind of be between Denver and Scottsdale. And she like spits out her. She goes, Denver. She's like, what the fuck? She goes, girl, you are so Scottsdale. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm so Scottsdale. So, but just imagine you see me and you know, my vibe, right? And you see me in the grocery store or something, right? And I'm in fucking like Birkenstocks and a flannel and like, I don't know, a cowboy hat. You y'all would be like, the fuck is this? No, I'm gonna be in the grocery store with my kicks, my dope kicks, my hat to the back, uh, probably some like leather spanks leggings or some like joggers, some black joggers, a concert tee tucked in the front in a fucking long like denim, like, you know, long like denim button up, right? Like that's hollified, right? Because I could pick up my boom box and it would work, right? I'm still chill, I'm still off the clock, I'm still casual but I'm hollified, right? And so I share all this with you because number one, it's so so fun for me to, like the fact that I even get to say to you that the boom box, like I don't wear things that don't look good without a boom box. It's just so fucking fun for me to say. But also I feel like maybe it's this wake up call that the remix doesn't have to be the most seismic ship. Now it can feel seismic, but maybe it's bringing a new paint color into your house. Maybe it is shopping somewhere new, listening to someone new, reading something new. Maybe it's not watching TV for a while or not drinking for a while or going to a, getting your cards read or taking your office into a new coffee shop once a week. Like there are so many ways you can remix. Now, see a fear experiment is you work in the courage muscle, right? We're doing scary things on purpose to get braver, saying hi to people, introducing ourselves. We are trying new things. We're traveling alone. We're eating dinner alone. We're putting our face on social media. We're sitting in the front row at meetings. We're asking for the raise. We're going on the date. Like these are all powerful fear experiments to get us brave. Remixes are a little different. They are you really taking a look at where you're too comfortable in your life as a human, as a business owner, right? Remixes are ever evolving. They won't stop and they are going to feel very uncomfortable, but they're also going to feel so good because it's going to open the door to new opportunities. It's going to bring so much confidence. It will bring courage. But now, you know, this morning when I walked into my closet, I'm like, ah, 
this is who I came to be, baby. Like, this is holified. Look at this shit. Like, I am smiling so big. I can almost cry. It is overwhelming, you know? There is a loss there, but I'm gaining so much more. And I said to the girls, I'm like, if I, you know, as I'm waking this up, as I'm evolving, as I'm changing, there's so much fear in here, but good fear. It's finally fear for the right reason, right? Fear on behalf of myself and my future and my legacy and who I want to be and how much fun I want to have and how free I want to feel. But it just feels so good, right? And it isn't easy, but it feels so good. And there's things you have to let go, but you get so much more in. So remix, right? If you are stuck, if you are bored, if you are in stale conversations, if you are in a fucking funk, you're not broken, you just need a remix. You've just been standing in the same place for too long. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be so worth it. So I, I think maybe, maybe that is why. I'm talking about this. Maybe this is the evolution. Maybe this is God's plan. Maybe this is my assignment. Whatever you believe in, source, God, spirit, something bigger, whatever that is for you, like maybe that's my motherfucking assignment that I was brought here to transform at 47 years old in such weird, wild, unique ways to show you that you can too, to remind you that you can too. If I can sit here and transform in all these ways and say, yes, I am 47 and the boom box is going to be my North Star. <laughs> what can you do? What aren't you doing? What are you too afraid to do, right? And what can you do differently on the other side of this episode? So I love you. I encourage you to remix the essence. The essential thing to take away from this episode is that if you want something new, you've got to do something new. I need you to drop a new beat. I need you to shake up the snow globe. I need you to fucking clean out your proverbial closet, whatever that is for you. Because you will change on the other side and goddamn, you'll feel so good. You'll feel lighter. There's so much that is cluttering and weighing down our lives these days. There's so much noise in the world you know, peeling back is a good thing. And that is a remix in itself, right? It takes a lot to say a little. The edit, the edit, 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 edit is a very powerful thing to consider. And the remix is essentially an edit. And how will you know who you came to be and what you want to be if you're not listening to yourself, if you're just going from task to task, from list to list, from email to email, from text to text, I need you to slow down. I need you to be less perfect. I need you to embrace your courage and be bold enough and brave enough to be cringe, right? To try new things and to see what feels good. And I always say, I think final thought that every time I leave my house, I change. You know, every time I leave my house, I change. So leave your house, go meet new people, go listen to new music, go try new things. And if you haven't done it yet, go think about who you were when you were eight. What was she doing? What was she listening to? Who was she? Who was she being? Because when we are eight years old, the world hasn't gotten a hold of us yet, in most cases. And there are a lot of clues there that really can give you perspective on who you came to be. What have you been numbing? What aren't you listening to? Maybe instead of numbing, we just pop off with the new remix. Maybe we just remix something we've been doing, right? So guys, I love you. Fuck, that was a, a journey. I love you. And next week, we're talking about flow. Let it go. Let yourself go. Slow and low. That is the tempo. 
Let it go. Let yourself flow. Beastie Boys. Okay, so more to come, guys. Boom boxes, remixes. Go fucking remix something. Come at me in the DMs on Instagram. Fucking email me. Hello at Judy Holler. Shoot me a DM on any of the socials. It is me on the socials. And I love you. Fucking remix. Let me know what you do. And I'm just so glad you're here. Have a badass day. Peace and love. Hello.